So, this episode is going to be a lot different this time. (laughs) I've been thinking a lot about shame and neglect and achievement and all of the things that make me who I am. And that person is still being formed. Every day, it's like a new day, which isn't always a positive thing. Especially when you need consistency. But I feel like I want to talk about purpose. I've always thought my purpose was to help other people. And I discovered I can do that by giving people fantastic hair. And by giving them an ear. And by giving them an opportunity to be in a safe space. Have a good time. And feel a lot better when they leave than when they walked in. And what I've discovered over the years is that most people just want to be heard. And some common themes come up. The first one is usually some kind of embarrassment, which let's just put it into a shame category. An embarrassment about, you know, what they're wearing or that their hair is so dirty or that their hair is falling out or that... They're waited too long to come in to get their hair done. And that their roots are horrible and ugh, so much gray and I look disgusting and I don't want to look in the mirror. So first I want to talk about shame and what it does. What my understanding of it, what it does to you. So, of course, I have a lot of research in the field (laughs) about the way particularly women, but men also experience a lot of shame and just usually typically expresses itself in a different way than it does for women, which I don't have enough experience with to speak to. But I'd love to hear from anyone, man, woman, both, neither, all, they, them, about your experience with shame. But going back to how it's one of the most, gosh, it's one of the most profound things to me because it's kind of like a very forward-facing feeling but it's not talked about 
among women a lot of times in in my space in my realm it's centered around the body and I was always so attracted to hair because there's just something so visceral about it like everybody has it it grows in weird places sometimes it's like so robust and beautiful like a horse and sometimes it's craggy and crusty like a rat but the thing about hair is that it just keeps coming I mean eventually some people experience hair loss but like as kind of a metaphor for life it it just it's gonna keep growing like it doesn't even matter what you do it's kind of this like life force that reminds you every day that you're growing there's also a lot of things about hair that actually can reveal a lot about a person and for whatever reason i've made it my purpose to read people and respond to what i imagine they're presenting so there's all kinds of things that your hair can tell me and like your therapist I know when you're lying (laughs) which makes me feel like I have a superpower but my angle is never to shame someone Shaming never creates any kind of positive outcome. I know personally from living in a house full of shame with two parents who I believe were both abused as children, maybe even sexually abused, and there was such a hush of shame when you entered the house i mean in my dad's eyes it was just shameful to be alive and i understand that this is a product of his upbringing and he did the best he could do to create a better environment for his family than he had that's such an honorable thing to do although nobody seems to be an expert at parenting and every child is different so how the fuck are you supposed to know how to be exemplary supportive you know provide and you know be a well-rounded human being so that your kids can also see that that's possible and go on to make the world a better place ultimately. So from every aspect of human emotion and reaction and action, I strongly believe it comes from love. And love is such a complicated construct as we express it socially but i believe in it as an energy that exists 
in all people, in all things. And it flows through us just like that weird liquid blob in Donnie Darko. So shame has no place in our lives. It it's, doesn't promote growth. You know, remember thinking of your hair as being just that that life force that forges on no matter what, you know? It may get frizzy, it may get dull. Some days it might be super shiny and bouncy. You know, good and bad hair days are real and they're just like good and bad days in general. And I feel like my job is to create just days. So my mission has always been to make people see, to usher them into, if you will, a place where they see their own beauty and they feel their own beauty inside, outside, all of those things that sound so cliche. But honestly, that has always been at the very heart of my existence. So how can we start kind of bringing light to this dark place? Because everyone has shame surrounding something. And as much as I would like to say that love informs everything we do, which I do believe in my heart of hearts that it it does, I feel like shame can be like steering the ship sometimes and it can throw us off course pretty easily um so I guess going back to my original intention of what is my purpose After having a shit show of a year last year, a shit show of a year this year, just trying to Scooby-Doo scramble like back into trying to live in a way that is not just about surviving, but about thriving and about loving and about accepting the lockdown and all the surrounding narratives that came out of it have really beaten me down. (laughs) The ugliest came out in people and as much as I believe it was intended on a larger scale as a reset button, for us as humans, I feel like we kind of failed. <laughs> and the earth has shifted on its axis, right? Like it's it's fall now and I feel like it's a time of introspection and shorter days and longer nights and it's a great time 
to look back and look forward. So what the actual fuck was that all about? And how has it affected you and your life? I'd like to just share some super crazy things that happened to me over this, you know, almost two years now period. And let me know if you're feeling the same way or if you've had similar feelings or experiences coming out of this weird shift in our culture and some of like the grossest things surfacing and uh, how are you feeling? Are you feeling like you have purpose? Do you feel like there is no purpose? Do you feel like purpose is just like 100% a big lie? Because I kind of feel like all of those statements are true. For instance, I was just talking about this with my therapist today. And I think that's why I've, I've been inspired to finally come back to this podcast in November. And my last rant was in May which is fucking crazy um is I have been one two punched one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen fifteen sixteen seventeen eighteen nineteen twenty punched (laughs) I I started a journey almost two years ago in February before the shit really hit the fan with COVID. Um, I separated from my husband in kind of a 911 way. (laughs) And um, I was divorced about a year ago. So everything escalated and de-escalated pretty quickly which is typical of how I seem to operate. I'm really good at soldiering through. What I'm not good at is re-emerging and like waiting through that muck that is kind of left over after the rain. So my therapist today asked me what my purpose was. And if I could find some way to reconnect with that. For the longest time, I was hell-bent on making a family. Everything I did was because I wanted a family. And it was a very selfish desire because I wanted a family so I could recreate actually not recreate but create a space where I could relive certain elements of my childhood and my past 
vicariously through other members of my family and kind of reset how it affected me. So in essence, I craved a reenactment where, you know, when you get into an argument with someone and you feel like maybe you said the wrong thing or you think of all the millions of great things to say after you've already said them and you're kicking yourself because you're like ah I should have said that oh this would have been so good oh this would have been so good so essentially I feel like that was my true desire behind having a family and I think it's really important to think about why you feel this purpose and I don't think that happens a lot because especially in my life because I've always had a purpose I planned for it I've taken calculated risks I've hustled and I've achieved it and then I move on but this was an epic fail (laughs) not only could I not get pregnant physically but I ended up leaving a marriage that was unhealthy and not right. So when I think about what my purpose in life has been for the last 20 years... I'm 47, so I'm at an age where it's not really that viable that I will have a family of my own. And I relocated, so I'm no longer in a place where I feel at home. I'm having a very hard time connecting with people and I already had that problem on a personal level to some degree, but it's been amplified from a long span of time spent alone in isolation from any kind of social interaction because of quarantine and because of COVID. So. I've had a very intense kind of burnout. I was listening to something that was calling it decision fatigue because there's so many decisions to be made and it's all amplified when you're in some kind of crisis, right? Which we were all in, if not still in, from COVID. So I, I'm not in a place where I feel at home. I don't have a lot of social contact. And because of the disruption to my business, my livelihood has also become um, insecure. So 
there are a number of things that happen when you go down that road. So here's where the shame comes in. So my shame about not being able to have kids and not being able to create my quote unquote ideal family has been amplified because I live in a community now where everyone has kids. Everyone's about the kids. Everything's about the kids. Like I can't be, get a stay for my blow dry because I got to pick up the kids. Like I can't, you know, do this, that, or the other thing because of the kids. And my life was not like that when I was a kid. My dad's favorite slogan was children should be seen and not heard. So there's this element that comes out of me where I'm disgusted at how people cater to their children. And at the same time, I'm so jealous of the life that they've made for themselves. So again, it's that place where you're kind of stuck in the mud and there isn't one way or another to go. You're just in it. And I definitely feel like I'm in it. And I discovered today that my purpose is waning. I feel like... I'm losing I'm losing the hold on my purpose, the passion of my purpose, the drive of my purpose for several reasons. One is I'm just fucking exhausted from life. Two because most of my purpose revolves around serving other people. And since the service industry has been so greatly disrupted, it's been difficult to say the least to have that same consistent interaction with people whose hair I'm doing and who sit in my chair and whom I welcome into my life so I I've also lost this kind of drive to achieve because I'm coming to a point in my life where I have no desire to please other people. And when I look at the core of who I have been, how I've lived my life, how I've developed as a woman, a partner, a friend, a stylist, has been 100% about how I'm pleasing other people. And how through that notion of achievement, I'm pleasing other people. I don't know what happened. If it's just my age, if it's my life experience, if it was just this disruption of my life over the last couple of years... But I just can't deal. I can't deal with any bullshit. And and in that shift, I've struggled to find 
a voice that's authentic, but also not a total asshole. (laughs) And I've always prided myself on not being an asshole. And that in itself is also complicated because sometimes you're just an asshole and that's how it is. But kind of um, leaning on empathy and understanding that everyone has their own story and everyone is going through something. And whether or not you find that important, it's going to inform the way that you interact with that person. So back to purpose, reflecting on what drives you to your purpose is very important because some people talk about their life's work. For instance, my mom has completely devoted herself to teaching and being involved in her community and providing childcare and working a strong ethic of believing that women should be able to work and that they should have proper childcare and that people should be properly trained how to raise children and very myopically raising a family (laughs) but I don't know that something like that exists anymore because there is a breaking down of those fundamentals of that boomer generation whether or not you want to criminalize it I'm not judging it I'm just trying to put together the skeletal structure of it and how that affects us as people who are not from that generation that having a purpose of raising a family and having um a certain career and and say just you know wanting to do something your whole life and then like working towards it to make it happen I can honestly say from my perspective I just don't see it anymore And maybe that's why I'm feeling this kind of malaise because I don't feel a sense of this shared passion that people have for anything lately. I feel like we've all been very affected by the changes in our world over the last, I don't know, five years. And what we're now obligated to do to kind of stay afloat is change. And when you're someone who's working towards one thing, it can be really weird to have to change all the time and to ride those, those waves and the tide you know getting high and the tide getting low and you're just like sitting on the sand in between it you know being either like pelted by the waves or your feet are being tickled by the 
midst of the bubbles, yeah? So, I'm really struggling with my sense of purpose. And I'm not going to lie. Like, people that say they know exactly what they want are like 100% full of shit. Because not that I am a disciple of any kind of millennial mysticism, but I do believe that, like, you know what? Shit happens for a reason, but shit also just happens. And you have to be able to adjust to not only that event but how you feel in that event and how that affects your life and how it affects the people around you so I would like to pretend keep pretending actually because I'm really good at pretending everything's okay and that mostly comes from a place where it had everything had to be okay because nobody around me could handle things not being okay so I learned if I could just always be okay that like everybody else around me could be okay so I want to say to be kind to yourself. It's a daily practice. And it's a daily struggle from the minute my alarm goes off in the morning to moments like these when I'm in bed and I'm ready to fall asleep just waiting for the Ativan to kick in it's it's work and maybe right now for me in these changing tides of purpose and life's work maybe my life's work right now is just working to stay alive and embracing or at least accepting the fact that for a lot of people that is their life's work you know just getting out of bed and not losing your shit ooh drag racer Um, and not losing your shit and like I have this saying that has a lot of meaning for me in many different ways, but I always say 50-50 because you have a choice every day, every minute. You have a choice, right? Decision fatigue. Like, you have a choice. Am I going to just fucking stay in bed today and like lose my mind or sleep or disconnect or cocoon or am I gonna put one foot in front of the other and go and face the world 
Um, I gotta say, like, I'm not really very good at the 50-50. Like, years ago, I had a therapist who told me, you know what, like, every day is a 50-50% chance. Like, you have 50% that it's gonna suck and 50% that it's gonna be great. But what you don't realize is that it's it it's a crucial decision for a lot of people and i'm so envious of people who aren't conscious of this decision and they have discipline and they have faith and they have drive and they have energy um but it's good to know that people not all people are like that and as much as a life's purpose and what is your purpose is important sometimes your purpose is just like getting out of bed sometimes it's just like taking your dog out when they have to poop and other times it's just making sure you eat for dinner You know, and sometimes it's binge watching an entire series on Netflix or Amazon or Hulu or Apple Plus or Disney Plus or I'm trying to think of the other streaming services I have. But you get what I mean. So hopefully that this little chat has given you some time out of your day to just stop and be like what is my purpose and more importantly what drives my purpose and do I have to have a purpose and does my purpose have to materialize you know think about it I've heard so many stories in my chair but people are like oh I was going to be a doctor and I went to med school for eight years and then I decided I wanted to be a botanist Or, you know, I thought that I was living my dream life and then one day I got in a car accident and all of that changed. So be gentle with your purpose and if you're comfortable in it and you're you're comfortable setting a purpose and acting on a purpose and excelling at a purpose fucking good for you like that's awesome and if you're flailing and you're having post-covid decision fatigue and general hatred of life and other people that's okay too I believe that your purpose is as the sun rises and the sun sets so you got a whole day to live your life and when you wake up the next morning hey it's 50 50 right so you can choose which side of the 50 50 you want to be on but know that the 50 50 is always there and it's not always clear what side of it you're on Um, So I would love to say thank you for listening. And I would also 
like to say that life is hard and honestly the older you get the less you know that whole myth about being like wise and experienced is exactly that it's a total myth so know that as you move through your life your career whatever you're doing at whatever age you're at like it's it's like I don't know it's weird because as I as I think and I talk I see visual images like earlier I saw a skeleton when I was thinking about the structure of like boomer economy boomer um, socialization and now as I'm talking I'm thinking about I'm seeing a rose which is weird because I don't really even like roses but I'm seeing a rose and it just keeps opening and petals are falling off and it just keeps opening and it just keeps opening and it and it doesn't it's not dying it's just growing and shedding and being beautiful just like your hair does <laughs>